Hello everyone, this is Conspiracy Child, and today we will be discussing MKUltra. Before I start this discussion, fair warning that this discussion will include drugging without consent, themes of sexual manipulation, and violence in general. Listen on with this warning in mind, please. Thank you. MKUltra. Ever heard of it? If so, you're one of the f- awake few that have. MKUltra is a perfect example of yet another act of the government that has its that was anti its own citizens and only benefited itself. The government has gone through great lengths to keep MKUltra hidden and out of sight, making source material for it a very difficult tribulation to find. Today, we discuss it. Let's start with the basics. What is Project MKUltra? Project MKUltra, also called the CIA Mind Control Program, is the code name given to a program of experiments on sometimes unwilling or unknowing human subjects. The program was designed and undertaken by the United States Central Intelligence Agency. The experiments were entirely against ethic codes at times, and at others were simply downright illegal. The experiments were intended to identify and develop drugs and procedures to be used in interrogations in order to weaken the individual and force confessions through mind control. The reasons behind its creation. You see, the United States was ever so fascinated with the concept of mind control in the early 1950s. The reason being the Cold War taking place between the United States and the Soviet Union. Both constantly fought for power over one another. The Soviet Union launched Sputnik, which made the United States CIA jump to conclusions rather fast. It was assumed that the Soviet Union had so-called mind control techniques already, and that the United States were the ones lagging behind. The United States, wanting to have the upper hand in the Cold War, decided to sanction an official operation to find these mind control techniques for itself as well, and thus MKUltra was born in 1953, an operation that would bring forth a series of completely cruel and unethical experiments, not to mention would summon several sub-projects as well. The project studied the effect of psychoactive drugs, particularly LSD, psilocybin, mescaline, cocaine, AMT, and DMT on people. The First Steps The project was organized through the Office of Scientific Intelligence of the CIA and coordinated with the U.S. Army Biological Warfare Laboratories. The scope of Project MKUltra was broad, with research undertaken at 80 institutions, including colleges and universities, hospitals, prisons, and pharmaceutical companies. The CIA operated through these institutions using front organizations that appeared rather innocent although sometimes top officials at these institutions were aware of the CIA's involvement. No medical institution or educational institution was safe from the far-reaching experiments, and this was only the start. The Endless Efforts to Control MKUltra was an ever-growing beast that quickly became a priority for the CIA. One 1955 MKUltra document gives an identification of the size and range of the effort. It refers to the study of an assortment of mind-altering substances that described as follows. 1. Substances which will promote illogical thinking and impulsiveness to the point where the recipient would be discredited in public. 2. Substances which increase the efficiency of mentation and perception. 3. Materials which will cause the victim to age faster slash slower in maturity. 4. Materials which will promote the intoxicating effect of alcohol. 5. 
materials which will produce signs and symptoms of recognized diseases in a reversible way so they are used for malingering, etc. 6. Materials which will cause temporary slash permanent brain damage and loss of memory. 7. Substances which will enhance the ability of individuals to withstand privation, torture, and cohesion during the interrogation and so-called brainwashing. 8. Materials and physical methods which will produce amnesia for events preceding and during their use. 9. Physical methods of producing shock and confusion over extended periods of time incapable of supertaneous use. 10. Substances which produce physical disablement, such as paralysis of the legs, acute anemia, etc. This carries on for quite a while. This is only a small portion of the list, yet I could keep going for hours and hours on end. To think that, in order to dominate the war, the United States would first have to inflict severe damage and dominate over its own people. Early CIA efforts focused on LSD, which would later come to dom dominate many of the MKUltra's programs. The CIA wanted to know if they could make Soviet spies defect against their will and whether the Soviets could do the same to the CIA's own operatives. Once MKUltra got underway in April 1953, experiments included administrating LSD to mental patients, prisoners, drug addicts, and, yes, sex workers. People who cannot fight back, as one agency officer put it. In one case, they administered LSD to mental health patients in Kentucky for 174 days. Another case in Kentucky, seven subjects were given LSD and DMT for 77 consecutive days. Heroin addicts were bribed into taking LSD with offers of more heroin. They also administered LSD to CIA employees, military personnel, and doctors, other government agents, and members of the general public to study their reactions. LSD and other drugs almost always administered without the subject's knowledge or informed consent. A violation of the Nuremberg Code the United States had agreed to follow after World War II. The aim of all of this was to find a go-to drug that would bring out deep confessions or wipe a subject's mind clean and program him or her as a robot agent. However, the CIA didn't just experiment with LSD and drugs in general. Declassified MKUltra documents also indicate they studied hypnosis in, early 15, in the early 1950s as well. Experimental goals included the creation of hypogenetically induced anxieties, hypnotically increasing the ability to learn and recall complex written matter, studying hypnosis and polygraph examinations, hypnotically increasing the ability to observe and recall complex arrangements of physical objects, and studying relationship of personality to susceptible hypnosis. Most of these goals and studies were drug-induced hypnosis. However, it varied in strategies sometimes using electrocution. Canada's involvement. The CIA even went as far as exporting some of its experiments to Canada, recruiting the British psychiatrist Donald Ewan Cameron, creator of the psychic driving concept, which the CIA found quite interesting at the time. Research funds were sent to Dr. Cameron by a CIA front organization, the Society for the Investigation of Human Ecology, and as shown in the internal CIA documents, Cameron did not know the money came from the CIA. In addition to LSD, Cameron also experimented with various paralytic drugs, as well as electroconvulsive therapy, at 30 to 40 times the normal power. His driving experiments consisted of putting subjects into drug-induced comas for weeks at a time, up to three months in one case, while playing tape loops of noise or simple repetitive statements. 
His experiments were often carried out on patients who had entered the institute for minor problems such as anxiety disorders and postpartum depression, most of whom suffered permanent effects from his actions. His so-called treatments resulted in victims' unconsciousness, amnesia, forgetting how to talk, forgetting their parents, and thinking their interrogators were their parents. Cameron's work was inspired and paralleled by the British psychiatrist William Sergeant at St. Thomas Hospital, London, and Belmont Hospital, Surrey, who was also involved in the intelligence services and who experimented on his patients without their consent, causing long-term damage as well. The Monster Behind the Scenes Sidney Gottlieb, born August 3rd, 1918 and dying on March 7, 1999, was an American chemist and was the head of MKUltra. Sidney was born to Hungarian Jewish parents and went on to get a PhD in chemistry from the California Institute of Technology. In 1951, at age 33, Gottlieb joined the CIA. He supervised preparations of lethal poisons and drug experiments and mind control. In April 1953, Sidney became the head of the secret project MKUltra, which was activated on the order of the CIA director Alan Doles. In this capacity, he administered LSD and other hallucinogenic drugs to unwitting subjects and financed psychiatric research and a development of techniques that would crush the human psyche to the point that it would emit anything. Sidney also sponsored physicians such as Ewan Cameron and Harris Isabel in controversial psychiatric research, including non-consensual human experiments. Sidney retired from the CIA in 1972, saying that his work was extremely effective and would forever impact the U.S. Army, which was a bit of a stretch in my eyes. His work did live on, however, letting us discuss it today with disgrace. On March 7, 1999, Sidney dies at his home. He was reported to have a history of heart problems, but his wife refused to give the official cause of death. You could form several theories just from that. Operation Midnight Climax, a subproject of MKUltra, a program of experimentation done by the United States CIA, which began in the 1950s as well. Established by Sidney Gottlieb. Operation Midnight Climax was started to purely test the effects of LSD on unconsenting humans. In Operation Midnight Climax, the CIA set up brothels of within agency with safe houses in San Francisco and New York City to obtain a selection of men who would be too embarrassed to talk about the events with the prostitutes on the CIA payroll that had led them there. The men were dosed with LSD, the brothels were equipped with one-way mirrors, and the sessions were filmed for later viewing and study. In other experiments, where people were given LSD without their knowledge, they were interrogated under bright lights with doctors in the background taking notes. They told subjects that they would extend their trips if they refused to reveal their secrets. The people under the interrogation were CIA employees, U.S. military personnel, and agents suspected of working for the other side in the Cold War. Long-term debilitation and several deaths resulted from this. The Final Draw 
MKUltra's researchers later dismissed LSD as too unpredictable in its results. They gave up on the notion that LSD was the secret that was going to unlock the universe, quote-unquote, but it still had a place in the cloak and dagger arsenal. However, by 1962, the CIA and the Army developed a series of super hallucinogens, such as the highly touted BZ, which was thought to hold greater promise as a mind control weapon. This resulted in the withdrawal of support by many academics and private researchers. And LSD research became less of a priority altogether. MKUltra was reduced in scope in 1964, further curtailed in 1967, and recorded to be halted in 1973. In 1973, amid a government-wide panic caused by Watergate, CIA Director Richard Helms ordered all MKUltra files destroyed. Present to this order, most CIA documents regarding the project were destroyed, making a full investigation of MKUltra impossible. A cache of some 20,000 documents survived Helms' purge, as they had been incorrectly stored in a financial records building and were discovered following a FOIA request in 1977. In conclusion, the government was doing this in the 1950s. Have they corrected their ways, or have they only gotten worse? No one knows what they are capable of doing to us now. Choose what you want to believe, but keep an open mind. Consider the evidence and form your own conclusion. Given the CIA's purposeful destruction of most records, its failure to follow informed consent protocols with thousands of participants, the uncontrolled nature of the experiments, and the lack of follow-up data, the full impact of MKUltra experiments, including deaths, may never be known. As always, thank you for listening. Your likes, comments, and messages let me know I'm doing a good job. This discussion was rather hard to find source material for, however. I did manage to find a bulk of information using the Jordan Maxwell Research Society. Your support is always appreciated greatly. As always, stay vigilant with your local vigilante, conspiracy child. Subscribe and like, or don't. Bye for now.